At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody and welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm your host Cody Schultz and today I'm joined by two very special guests, uh, Fansided Head of Entertainment Natalie Zamora and Netflix Life Editor Reed Gowdens. Welcome guys. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So we have a very special episode lined up today as we're going to be celebrating some of our favorite romantic Netflix shows and movies for our second annual Valentine's Day episode. Um, so Natalie, I'm going to throw it to you to kind of just do a quick recap of our top 10 and then we're going to dive in and talk about some of our favorites. Yeah, so here are the 10 best shows and movies to watch this Valentine's Day on Netflix. We have Bridgerton, Sweet Magnolias, Emily in Paris, The Royal Treatment, Resort to Love, Ginny and Georgia, To All the Boys, Virgin River, Pretty Smart, and Love Hard. It's a pretty good list. Yeah, Netflix really does have such a great, like, diverse catalog that it's easy to pick, like, movies and shows. Like, I feel like some of the others, they lean heavily maybe just in movies, but there's so many good shows on Netflix to watch for Valentine's Day. Do you guys have a personal favorite that you're looking forward to watching? Definitely Bridgerton is at the top of my list above, above all, I would say. I think it's my favorite romantic show on Netflix. As much as I, yeah, as much as I love Bridgerton, I unironically love Emily in Paris. I would watch it for any holiday, Christmas, Halloween. It's got the love triangle. It's in obviously Paris, which is romantic in and of itself. And yeah, I can't think of a better Netflix show to watch on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to top those two picks, which is why they're in our top three, of course, for the weekend. Um, Sweet Magnolias, I feel like, is a good recent favorite. If you haven't already watched the new season, it dropped on February 4th. It's really good. Of course, it's got plenty of romance, plenty of drama. Um, I really enjoy just all of these movies and shows on the list. Like, I think the only one I haven't maybe seen is Ginny and Georgia, uh, which is one maybe I should bump it to the top of my list for Valentine's Day. I haven't watched that one either. I'm pretty bad with, I think, romantic shows. Like, I've seen these movies, but not all of the shows, which I don't know what that says about me. But I do think, like you were saying with Netflix, Netflix is definitely king for romance. I don't think there's any other streamer that has so many original romantic content. So all of these titles are definitely great to watch. Yeah, I have to know, because I, I, of course shamefully you know binge watch Bridgerton on Christmas Day when it dropped back in 
was it 2020 i think the years just like time feels like just endless anymore <laughs> and bridgerton was one of those ones that i feel like it got a bigger bump in like the second year um because it was like right at the end of a year and then everyone was talking about it by word of mouth and so i love it but what do you have you guys both seen it is it a fav you know favorite of your guys's i watched it i was a holdout i didn't watch it right when it dropped Same. i held off just because it was so popular and i was like everyone's talking about it i don't think i can get in on it right now so i held off on watching it and then i actually really loved it and enjoyed it and it felt great watching it because no one was talking about it when i was watching it so it was like i was just watching it for the first time by myself and it was great that was the same exact experience for me <laughs> i don't remember what month i watched it but i do remember when it came out and romance is definitely i mean i'm into it but it's not my go-to genre so it wasn't a show that i was super hyped to watch nothing against it um and then, of course, I saw all of the hype and everyone just loved it and it got so much viewership. And then whatever month it was, months later, I watched it and was like, yeah, this is actually really good. I understand now. <laughs> it's funny. I kind of had that same experience with Stranger Things, like when it first dropped. It was everywhere and everyone just kept talking and like the kids from the cast were just all over every awards show and commercials and i was just it was like oversaturation I'm like i gotta step back i can't watch this and so it took me time and once i finally got around to watching it i was like oh, okay now i understand why they were everywhere and what the hype is because i really enjoyed that but yeah i think bridgerton was one that i think it helps too like you get that big bump and everyone's talking about it but then it's like just with netflix people can discover shows really at any time, which I think is what helps some of these shows just take off and be even bigger when they return for, you know, second seasons, third seasons. Um, it really feels like with Bridgerton's second season coming in March, like this is a perfect time. Like I could see it easily jumping maybe in the top 10 um, and getting another spike with Valentine's Day weekend. Would you guys agree that might be a fair assessment? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Especially because, I mean, this year for Valentine's Day, Netflix kind of held out on us we got sweet magnolia at the beginning of the month and then we have love is blind season two and then bridgerton is all the way at the end of march so if people are looking for you know something new or something to rewatch for valentine's day bridgerton is i mean like we keep saying it's a perfect fix so i could totally see it happening as well yeah i definitely think it also helps of course it being a shorter season like it's not you know, a 10 or 12 episode show, which makes it super easy to binge in one weekend. Um, and what better weekend to do it than Valentine's Day weekend? Um, any others? We've talked a lot about Sweet Magnolias. Emily in Paris, I, I love that one too, Reed. I feel like that's a great pick. And it's another short one, like easy to binge with it being a comedy. Um, Lily Collins is just amazing. And it's definitely got that love triangle angle. Although I will admit like the will they, won't they stuff like drives me a little insane just because I want them to get together and like have, you know, I hate that back and forth thing with shows like that of like, oh, just, I love this couple. Let's not let's put them through the, the ringer. I know Emily and Gabrielle, it's, they're in my heart. I want them together so bad. <laughs> I'm still watching the first season. I started it, what was it, a few weeks back and I'm getting through it. It's definitely my show and like I'm cooking and I need something light to throw on that I don't need to like sit right in front of my TV and, you know, analyze every second of it. It's my go-to, but I'm enjoying it so far. I really am. I, I wasn't hesitant to watch it. I just never got around to it, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I feel like this is a show that gets a bad rap. Like there's so many people uh, tear it apart on social media and I'm like, I don't understand it. Like, yes. Is it maybe one that, you know, 
I can understand the people being like, why did it get Emmy nominated and that kind of stuff. But it's a fun show. Like, it's really a good show. And I, I don't understand why there's so much, like, hate for it on social media in particular. Like, the fans just are very... I don't know. I don't think it's the fans, I shouldn't say, coming forward. Yeah. It's just, like, the critics. Yeah, it's never claimed to be anything other than what it is. So for people to, like, rip it apart, like, just unplug your brain for 23 minutes and watch an episode. It's so fun. Like, I don't know how you could watch it and feel anything other than like joy. I mean, I understand being annoyed with the choices Emily makes, but that's the same with any show, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. Lily Collins is just so good too. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, it really is. It feels weird to say it's underrated just because it has gotten, you know, some nominations from the award shows and all that, but it really does feel like an underrated show, like an underdog one. And the good news is we do know it's, you know, going to continue. It's already been renewed, which is always kind of nice when you start a show. Um, same thing with Bridgerton. Of course, we know more seasons of that's on the way as well. I feel like looking at the movie side of the list, um, of course, To All the Boys is a classic franchise. It's just a perfect Valentine's Day pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that we have the royal treatment on this list because I feel like that's kind of an under the radar one kind of dropped in January, which felt weird. Like this is one they could easily save for Valentine's Day. Um, but I feel like this is a fun rom-com. Have either of you guys checked it out? I have I not checked it out. You haven't either? <laughs> no, I haven't. And I do feel like the promotion for this one was so low for whatever reason. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was a show or a movie. had no idea what it was about. And so Netflix, I don't know what they're doing, but I feel like they're pushing it down on my algorithm. I never see it when I log on. I do see people talking about it, though. It seems like it's a grower, like people are catching it later and maybe it'll gain popularity Valentine's Day weekend. Maybe this will be the time people check it out. Yeah, I agree with you both. And Natalie, you're so right. Like this is when they didn't really heavily promote it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, usually with their I mean, as we saw with like the kissing booth, which we'll talk a little bit here in a bit Um, and some of the just the other general rom-coms, they push them so much and like do a bigger thing. And this one was like. I remember when I saw the title first, I'm like, okay, is this a show? Is it a movie? And then, like, it took them forever to drop the trailer. I've seen it. I really enjoy it. It's definitely one of those ones that leans into, you know, some of the rom-com cliches and that. So if you're someone who doesn't like those, this might not be the pick for you. But it's really one of those, like, perfect movies that you can just put on. It's You don't have to think. It's just kind of like a lighthearted, you know, it's got a good ending, like a happy ending. And sometimes those are just, like, what you want around this time. Like, you don't want something dark and twisty. You want something kind of just light that you can sit down, enjoy, and just have a good time watching. So we've talked, of course, about some of our recommendations for, you know, the top 10. I always love to stir the pot a little bit about, you know, shows to avoid. And so we give you our recommendations for, you know, the 10 movies and shows that are you know perfect for Valentine's Day weekend. I'm curious to know what your guys' picks would be for ones that you should absolutely skip if you don't want to ruin your Valentine's Day weekend. It's pretty easy for me. I'm sure anyone who's listened knows I'm going to say he's all that in the Kissing Booth 3. But before I rant anymore, would you guys, you know, agree with those two picks? Are there any others that stand out to you like, okay, avoid this movie at all costs? Those are the two that stand out, especially with Netflix originals, because I've unfortunately watched all the Kissing Booth movies and he's all that. I don't know why, but it's been done and and I wish I didn't. But I also will throw in the after movies. They're not Netflix originals, but they are on Netflix and no, just not for me. Just hopefully <laughs> younger audience and I don't know, just no, very bad. I don't know. I have to agree with he's all that. That's just by far 
the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and nothing else even comes to mind. No Netflix show or movie around this holiday comes to mind to avoid other than that one. And I'm sure people will be talking about it because it's one of the Netflix original rom-coms, but it's, it's, it, no, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so bitter that they gave so much love and promotion to that one. Cause I feel like the world treatment's a way better movie and they went just like flew under the radar. He's all that's just such a hot mess. Like I can't find a positive thing to say about this one. And I, I don't rant like too much about like movies and all that, but I think what it was for me is a the acting wasn't like the best, yeah. Um, which is always hard. Like when you're rebooting or retooling like a classic movie, um, especially this one is kind of an interesting like by today's standards, like the story of you know basically taking someone and making a bet that you can turn them into you know give them a transformation, turn them into a popular person and all that. So. I know it kind of had like the deck stacked a little bit in its favor because there was a little bit of pushback when people said, why reboot this one? But Addison Ray just really, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, she had one emotion for me. Um, like it was very hard, like when in scenes that were supposed to be like really emotional and all that, mm -hmm. like it felt the same as like the joyful scenes. Um, and just like, it felt like a giant promotion, like at times, like with how they plugged the products not so seamlessly. Um, like, who has a pool party with, like, just buckets of, like, KFC chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I just love in the scene in the beginning when she's having her, her breakdown. Like, she thought she was giving Cassie in Euphoria. And <laughs> she very much wasn't. <laughs> yeah. She, I'm sure she'll stick to acting just because she's already famous. And, you know, people want to work with her because of that. But she's not good. And to be honest, I I like Tanner Buchanan because of Cobra Kai, but he didn't like they were not good together. She did not bring out the good in him and vice versa. I think the acting of them two together was pretty painful. Yeah, I will say, I, I mean, I, I don't think he was as bad. Like yeah. when I look back, it was definitely more of like her and some of the supporting characters I had. I think the biggest thing with his character was just like all they tried to do, like he's a secret ninja he's into horseback riding he loves photography and you it was just like too much um it just felt very disconjointed it's just overwhelmingly busy um so that's definitely one that yeah i agree that's a skip one um you know we've talked about some more bonus than our skips but there's also a beyond you know the initial top 10 so many great movies and shows on Netflix to watch. Natalie, you mentioned Love is Blind, the new season starting up. I feel like that's going to be a favorite for people on Valentine's Day, especially the fans of reality TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a huge Love is Blind fan. I just really love dating shows that are cringy, but also cute. So this definitely falls into that category because, you know, the premise is people get engaged without ever seeing each other after like a week's time or something crazy like that, which it's like The Bachelor, but even worse. Um, but some of these people are really genuine and nice. So there's cute moments too. So I definitely recommend it. It's such a guilty pleasure. Yeah, and I feel like the timeline is going to help because fans have had to wait a while between seasons because wasn't it February 2020 we saw season one? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was one of the you know first big reality shows for Netflix with The Circle. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this one hits on Netflix, like, because it's been so long since we've seen a season. I imagine it's going to be even stronger than the first season, mm -hmm. um, especially since more fans have had the chance to kind of discover it. And they did definitely do, like, a great, you know, promotional timeline of dropping the first batch of episodes right before Valentine's Day. 
And then, of course, keeping fans around with like that weekly release of different batches. I like that format. What about you guys? I like it, too. I like it for, I guess, reality shows more so Um, with dramas. A lot of times I'm just too addicted and I need to watch it right away. But I go back and forth. It's a good thing and a bad thing, I think. I haven't really checked out too many of Netflix's reality shows just because I'm not a reality person by nature. But I will um, say that I like weekly releases just because when there's so many episodes at once, I'm like, oh, how am I, I going to fit all this in? And I prefer like a just a little taste and then I can scatter it for a few months. <laughs> it really is. It's one of those things like I'm kind of in the same boat as Natalie. It's like I say I like weekly releases, but then I would like love certain shows and I want the full season at once just so I can binge it. Mm-hmm. But I think it does definitely make it more event style, like when they're dropping. Even like with Netflix, they don't do, of course, the weekly releases of like single episodes, but the little batches. Like I feel like that helped the circle gain more popularity because people were watching them like that same week and then talking about it between breaks like, online it made it easier to be interacting with fans and so i'll be curious to see like how that goes with love is blind second season now um another personal favorite we haven't really talked about any cw shows but i feel like uh jane the virgin is another fun one um for this time of year it's a little bit harder i feel like to go in where a lot of the top 10 we have they're either movies or seasons that have a few episodes this one of course was five seasons over 100 episodes um, but it's always like, I feel like a good pick around Valentine's day, just like a lighthearted one. This is one I was so bummed again, that CW kind of passed on its spinoff project. Cause I think that would have been fun to keep the franchise going. Um, and then there's also lovebirds. I know was one that Netflix had acquired. I feel like it's a good pick. Um, just kind of a fun, another kind of under the radar, like it had a big cast, mm-hmm. but I feel like it didn't get quite the same buzz as some of the other Netflix acquisitions did. Yeah, I agree. I haven't watched it and I it looked good. Like it looked funny. I remember when, you know, it was supposed to come out in theaters pre-COVID and everything and I would see it, you know, the preview in theaters and everything like that. And then I feel like it just quietly went on Netflix and that was it. Yeah, it's always interesting to see how because I mean, he's all that was an acquisition and I look at how they promoted that so much and it just makes me so salty. Um, how they like get some of these amazing titles, but then don't really show them the love to where like they can actually succeed a bit. And it's just funny. I'd love to know like what goes into mm-hmm. deciding like, okay, we're going to do a big push for this movie. But this one, we're just like, oh yeah, it's coming by the way. Like it's interesting. It's like playing with <laughs> playing favorites almost. It's like, what what's the algorithm that they choose? Like which one is, you know, more deserving in that. But, um, you know, as we start to come to an end, I just would love to hear your guys's. We kind of went out with our top pick, but what's your underdog from our top 10? Um, which just to recap, we've got Bridgerton, Sweet Magnolias, Emily in Paris, The Royal Treatment, Love to, uh, Resort to Love, Ginny in Georgia, To All the Boys, Virgin River, Pretty Smart, and Love Hard. For me, it's pretty smart. And I know you're both expecting it because <laughs> I never shut up about the show. It's okay. For anybody that hasn't watched it, it's not good. But it's like <laughs> if New Girl and Will and Grace had a baby and that baby wasn't as good as the, the parents. It's just so much fun. There's friendship, romance, and it's it's an easy 10 episodes to watch and don't expect anything from it, but, but <laughs> hilarity and fun and low stakes comedy. It is. It's one of those shows. I really, I love Emily Osment. Like I will watch any of her She's comedies amazing. and all that. Um, this one, I, I watched a couple of episodes. It just wasn't one like I it's still in my queue. Like I haven't removed it. Like that's always the the sign of like, if I watch an episode and then it's like delete. And so it's just kind of there for like a rainy day. Um, I don't know. It was something 
maybe it was just I had come off of I can't remember what I was like watching, but it was it was another comedy. And so I think I was just compared. Oh, I think it was The Office. Mm. And so it was not a good comedy to start right after watching The Office. Like (laughs) the the expectations, I think, maybe shaded my views of that one. Um, So I'll have to give it another shot. What about you, Natalie? Is there like an underdog pick you think fans should check out? I'm surprised no one talked about Virgin River, which I don't think is an underdog just because people love it. I have a love hate for it. I will be honest. I think it's so cheesy and dumb, but it's so addicting and such a guilty pleasure. I also want to throw in, which isn't on our list, the movie Always Be My Maybe is one of my favorites. It has Ali Wong and Randall Park and Keanu Reeves, who makes this incredible, hilarious cameo. And I adore that movie i highly recommend it i'm kind of ashamed for not including that one because i agree i love that one and yeah i know when as soon as you said keanu i'm like (laughs) i know what she's talking about like it's such a crazy way the way they kind of bring him in i can like there's one scene in particular i go right to Mm -hmm. um and yeah virgin river it is it's one of those ones that it's i don't know it's i i love it it's one of those but i think i have like the same thing with you like the love hate of like some of the storylines and there's certain characters who definitely will push your buttons mm-hmm. um like charmaine is one for me that i'm just yeah. like every time <laughs> she shows up on screen i'm like oh this girl's just here to stir the pot um but it's i always like have to remind myself like that's good writing like those characters who get under yeah. your skin like and make you just like you know, oh man, they're the worst. Like that's, it's hard to separate sometimes the characters and the actors, but it's always like a good, like a testament. Like they really made me like dislike this character because they're that good of an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking just on my end, Love Hard. I feel like that's a good one. I know it's of course like a Christmas movie, but I feel like that's a good, just any time of year one. Um, I really enjoy that one after watching around the holidays. Um, I think I'll agree with you, Natalie. I think Virgin River is a good pick we haven't really talked about. Um, and it's one that we know is coming back for, you know, another season this year. So now's the perfect time to start binging if you haven't already watched it. It's definitely a passionate fandom. So like if you enjoy it, you can find your fans on on Facebook and on Twitter and that because it's definitely a vocal audience, which I think that's fun to be part of like vocal community sometimes like interacting with fellow fans. Oh, yeah. It makes it so much better, especially too. like I love watching an episode and then looking for memes on Twitter about it, just so fun. Yeah, and definitely big mysteries with that one too. They love a good cliffhanger, mm-hmm. um, which can be annoying when you have to wait between seasons like a year. It's like, oh, I just want answers now, but they definitely know how to stir the pot and create some cliffhangers that keep fans talking during those breaks. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but definitely like know that going into that one. And really, I feel like same thing with Sweet Magnolias. Like they're good with their season-ending cliffhangers and that. Um, but yeah, so that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining me. And have a great Valentine's Day, everyone. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.